Welcome to the podcast of Temple Baptist Theological Seminary of Bruton Parker College. This podcast is focused on encouraging and equipping pastors by way of ministry discussions, personal interviews, and theological explorations where we desire to merge ministry and theology. I'm so pleased to have with us Dr. Tony Crisp, who has been a pastor for 46 years, now is serving as a corporate pastor in addition to his pastoral work. And he will also be working with us at Bruton Parker as our visiting lecturer, visiting professor for Israel Studies. There's so much that he brings to the table. Tony, we're so glad to have you with us today. Thank you, Mark, and thank you for having me. Well, first, I'm just so excited about having another individual on the podcast who has such a breadth of ministry experience. And if you don't mind, just give me a quick synopsis. I understand over 40 plus years, what was it that really started your process in thinking about being trained as a pastor? What was the academic steps you took? And just a quick overview. Yeah, let me give you just a little bit because um, uh, it's a long uh, story. So let me summarize. I grew up like people did in the 30s and 40s, only I came up in the 60s and 70s. I grew up without any running water, uh, without an outhouse, anything like that. We were the early environmentalists. So I had no opportunity for education whatsoever. I went to the public schools, but I was passed on social promotions. I learned to read well. My grandmother saw to that, and I was raised by my grandmother. And uh, she prayed for us constantly to come to the Lord. When I was 19, I was radically saved. I was in total rebellion against God, a redneck hippie during the 60s. God miraculously changed my life. And three months later, I knew beyond any shadow of a doubt that God was calling me to preach. I could not even carry on a sentence and a conversation because I was so backward and um, no sense of grammar or how to uh, communicate. And so I began to look for schools where I could learn to preach the Word of God and that would teach me how to understand the Bible. But I never got away from when God called men to preach, He called them to prepare the head, the heart, and the hand. That has stayed with me throughout my academic career, and it's been really the mainstay of what people recognize about my ministry is I work with about 200 pastors a year right now that continually are looking to me for leadership. And I am continually going back to those early days where I was taught that on-job training is the best kind of training, but you've got to have the academic base to go with it as far as the solid tools of language, of theology, homiletics, all of the things that go into making a well-rounded man of God. In our conversation just a few moments ago, you mentioned that very emphasis is a part of what drew you to Bruton Parker College right now and Temple Baptist Theological Seminary as we're launching a new seminary, is our commitment to the practical aspects of ministry. And that's a part of what you saw in us that made you reach out to us as well. That, exactly. I, I know Dr. Eccles and, and um, have known his emphasis down through the years, and he's a great man of God and a great academician an administrator, but more than that, he understands that ministry is the total man. It's not just the head. If we're not careful, what we're going to do is, it it just seems odd to me that uh, my daughter was a nurse and uh, a BSN. She's an operating room nurse. She did her clinical pediatrics at St. Jude's. Uh, My oldest son is a very uh, well-established businessman, Christian businessman. 
he had to do cooperatives his uh, years in, in business. My youngest son is a professional pilot, and you can imagine what he had to do before he could go through uh, being turned loose with a million dollars or a several million dollar aircraft. All to say, in every arena in academia, there are clinicals associated with it, except with the ministry. And it just seems like that we've lost our mind and think that you can just teach people in a book how to do things, but that's not God's way. God's way is one person mentoring another person, mentoring another person. And that's why the apostle Paul said to Timothy, the things that you've heard from me among many witnesses commit to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. So if we leave out that clinical aspect of it, that's like going to battle with one arm. It's so exciting to think about this. We see this so clearly, even in this podcast, which we're titling Ministry Merge, because we're seeking to merge theology and ministry and make that application from the theoretical to the practical. I know in my own life, as I was in college, very involved in ministry in college through the Baptist Student Union, a part of what I did at that time was develop skills for discipling and really sensed that God was leading me to continue that process of discipling which into my adult years became discipling and coaching and mentoring. And now I have the privilege of being the dean of our seminary, whereby we are training new pastors, new ministers, exactly. persons who are going to be exactly. serving the church. It's so exciting to think about the context in which we're able to do this. And again, to have you as one of our professors just adds, I think, an additional flavor to the things that we'll be able to bring to the table when it comes to providing content through our courses. Let's morph just a little bit. Tell us what the context of ministry is for you now as a corporate pastor, in addition to still being a pastor. Well, I actually serve with two organizations. One is a furniture company in Knoxville. It's one of the most profitable companies in the state of Tennessee and has a man who is president of that company and founded the company, came to Jesus in a church I was pastoring in Knoxville. He and his wife and family, I baptized them. And he was a good businessman before he came to Jesus. But after he came to Jesus, he became a great businessman. He is really just on fire to disciple, not just people that are associated with his church, but his own workforce. He has about 200 people that work for him. And uh, all of them understand the Judeo-Christian base that that company is built around. That's one end of things. And and I do for them what has been called chaplaincy in the past as much as I possibly can, but mo more than anything, pray with uh, owner and the leadership there and help them to stay on target spiritually and ethically. But the ministry that I have that you're referring to is with an organization called Five Stones Intelligence. The Five Stones are from the story of David and Goliath, because this uh, a man that I work with, David Tinsley is his name, founded the company. He was in the DEA and other agencies in our federal government, and God really put on his heart that he wanted to start a company that would honor God in the intelligence community and minister to people in the intelligence community while doing what has to be done to keep our nation where it is today safe and on the forefront and cutting edge of what's going on in human intelligence. He's recruited top-notch people from all around the world. Uh, what I do in regard to them is, again, I meet with their leadership. I pray with their leadership. I do a podcast with their leadership. 
I have a daily podcast. They listen to that. They're reading through the Bible. It's called 365 Bible Reading Plan. It's, it's designed to read one chapter a day. Uh, I write a 400-word devotional every day, and those are printed. Then they listen to a 15, 20-minute podcast on that chapter, and that's the way I'm discipling the leadership. Not only that, but we have now developed a ministry to law enforcement across the nation at the federal, state, and local levels where we take them to Israel for nine days for intensive uh, professional training on uh, security, anti-terrorism, all the different aspects of what that involves with the greatest anti-terrorist group in the world as far as training in Israel. But also I take them to the major sites of the Old and New Testament and disciple them while they're there. And our goal is to form a network within law enforcement, where there is a sense of those who are followers of Jesus or those who are seeking to know God in a personal way, to hook them up with others who are like-minded so that they can have a network of encouragement. Because many of these guys, Mark, are out there every day and they're in life and death situations. Then they go home and they have to turn it off and they've got children, they've got wife or they've got a husband, whatever the case is, you know, if it's a, a woman, because we have women in law enforcement as well, is to help them to process that and to connect them with others who are maybe more mature than they are in the Lord so that we can form networks in different states and communities around the country to be an aid to the churches because many of these guys cannot go to church. Their schedules will not permit them to go. They might get to go once a month. And so how's the church of Jesus going to minister to them? Well, many times that's through a network that is not just necessarily connected to a church or a denomination, but it's connected to other believers. And so that's what we're trying to form is a network of believers within law enforcement at every level, state, local, and federal agencies. And we're doing that. The first trip that we're taking is in two weeks. I leave Monday for five to six weeks in Israel. There's no place on earth to get people away to disciple them better than the land of the Bible where it all began. And so that's what we're doing. This will greatly enhance the ability of these men to cope with the life and death situations that they have to deal with and the family situations that they have to come home to. An important part of what you're discussing is the connection with Bruton Parker College and the criminal justice program so that a number of these persons who are within this network, especially at the local level, perhaps who've not had an opportunity to go to college, not had an opportunity to advance their program with criminal justice or general ed, whatever it might be, we have this connection with you as well as perhaps hopefully then with those individuals to provide that type of educational process and to do that within the context of a Christian college. You know, we're, we're able to bring onto the table the concepts of our Christian faith related to the workplace, and that is applicable, whether that's in a manufacturing plant, such as with your, your friend who has the furniture plant, or whether right. that is a law enforcement officer who desperately needs to know when they're dealing with life and death issues, what are the ethics of that? How do they process that? Exactly. What value do they bring to the process of doing their work? Well, the reason I came to Bruton Parker again is because of the criminal justice program that's already there. It's already set up and running. It's already effective right. and it's proven itself. I knew that if Dr. Eccles and you guys were involved in it, it was going to be thoroughly Christian and an integrated curriculum where they're going to learn everything that they learn from a distinctive Christian worldview. And that's, that's so important for the culture in which we're living. 
uh, because we're, they're not getting this and most criminal justice programs. Why aren't we doing more of this around the country and getting into these fields and helping them, them to understand that the Bible is relevant for any field because it is the basis upon which we build our lives, no matter what our particular vocation is. And so with Bruton Parker, I have a partner that I can, without equivocation or hesitation, say, you need to go to this school. You're going to get not only good academic training and professional training, but you're going to get the kind of training that's based upon the Bible that we believe in and the God that we serve. And we can meet them where they are because we have both an AA program as well as that's a BA right. program. And they're able to take some of their previous law enforcement training certifications into our program as credit, which is a great asset to them to have a little bit of a jump start as they start a program with us. Again, either well, associate just, or yeah, bachelor. Just, uh, uh, excuse me for interrupting, but the point is that across the country, this is not just with Bruton Parker, but m most law enforcement agencies don't even tell their people that uh, their BLT or their previous learning experience and their law enforcement training can go into uh, up to 30 hours at Bruton Parker so that they can they can be a year into their education at an associate's level or at a bachelor's level. They they get the best of all worlds, and Bruton Parker is not only doing that, but they're giving them a break, a discount in, in their tuition to aid them to do that. And what a blessing that is, because many of these men and women are risking their lives for a less than desirable salary. I'm just so grateful that Bruton Parker is sensitive to that and is is making this affordable. Because you work so directly with a lot of these individuals in law enforcement, and obviously at many different levels, all the way from the highest with five stones intelligence, all the way down to local law enforcement, how do we as pastors and yourself as a corporate pastor, how do we support our local law enforcement folks who are out there on the front line? How do we encourage them and support them, even just personally, far beyond even the academic yeah. world that we're talking well, about? Well, yeah, let, let me tell you uh, one thing that we're doing. We're, we're building in the process right now of the church I pastor. We just bought property. We're, uh, we bought a building with it and, and all of those things. And so we're, we're remodeling. We're in the process of remodeling which is a year long event. But one of the things that we're doing is we're creating space to where law enforcement 24 seven will have a room where they can come in. If it's cold, uh, they'll have a warm room with coffee in it 24 seven. They'll have uh, drinks in it 24 seven. They can come in many times. They have to go sit in their car somewhere and uh, fill out reports. It's a lot of paperwork they have to do. And, and so we're going to give them a place where they can come and they'll have a combination lock they can get into. It'll just be for them where they can come in and get some refreshment, some encouragement that we care for them as a church, not just care for their souls, but we care for what they do. And we want to say thank you by giving them snacks and those kind of things that they can come in and, and have a place to park and a place to stretch out and have a restroom in it where they can use the restroom if they need to and not have to go into a a service station somewhere. It'll always be clean. It'll always be ready. It'll always be uh, stopped and serviced. And we're doing that as an outreach to them to just say, we love you. We care for you. You don't have to be a believer. You don't have to be anything. We just are grateful for you serving our community. And in doing that, we pray to God, they will see that we love them, uh, not because we are going to try to get them into our church, but we love them not as an evangelism strategy, but as a 
fulfillment of a command that Jesus gave. Hmm. That's exciting. That's a very tangible way that we can support our local law enforcement agencies and personnel, et cetera. That's great. Yeah. Well, that I'm just saying that's we're doing that as a church, but many churches could do things like this from a personal standpoint. I was just at the car wash the other day and, uh, you know, these men try to keep their vehicles clean and they were at a car wash and I just went over to them and I said, look, I know uh, you get a lot of uh, feedback these days that are not positive. I want to tell you, I appreciate you. And I have already prayed for you today and everybody on your force. I appreciate what you do. And I would love to have you to come worship with us sometime, but that's not what I'm talking to you about. I'm coming over to tell you that somebody cares for you. And if you and your family ever need to talk with someone, here's my card. God bless you for what you do. I like to never got away from those guys. <laughs> That's great. No, they, they, they were overwhelmed. Yeah. They said, you don't even know us. I said, I don't have to know you. God knows you. God has a plan for your life and he's protected you all this while. And he's got uh, something for you to do, or you would have already been taken out. You talk with these men, they're real men. They have families. They, and they want for their families what we want for our families. Exactly. To grow up, to see their kids grow up in a good society and culture that has values that mean something and ethics that mean something. Before it was over, I told them about the program at Bruton Parker. Why? Because they, I asked them, do you, have you had any academic training? Well, no, I didn't get to. And I said, well, look, we've got a program. It's online. You can uh, do it through Bruton Parker College in uh, Mount Vernon, Georgia, and you can get on there and do it. it and, and listen, they've got, they've got a program designed just for you. We blew them away. All to say, we try to take people where they are and take them to where they need to be. We have to deal with life as it is, not as we wish it was. It's just a matter of dealing with people and loving them and being genuine with them. Because, Mark, you know what the Church of Jesus needs as much as anything in our practical everyday life is just authenticity. Amen. Exactly. Tell us a little bit, or if you will, take a moment and share with us about your experiences in Israel. I understand that you are well-versed in both the geography and the history, especially the biblical correlation of history to Israel. Tell us how many times you've been there. What What is your connection there? What do you see well, when you go there? Well, often people ask me how many times I've been there. And actually, I've just now started answering how many times have you been home? Uh, because I lost count of how many times I've been. Because like, for instance, I'm about to go and not go back and forth and back and forth, but I'll go and stay a month, six weeks, two weeks uh, sometimes, but sometimes six uh, to eight weeks at a time. And uh, that's just one trip, but I'm over there more than most people that go back and forth four times. And uh, so it's not how many times you've been, it's what you do when you're there. What I do and have done now since 1977 is I go and research and study. I get to know the people, love on the people. I love uh, the Jewish people because God loves them. Uh, he, he's not finished with the Jewish people yet. He still has a plan for them and they're Amen. living that out right now. And I believe in my eschatological persuasion that God has a great purpose for them in the future. I'm over there as a friend to them. I take pastors, uh, small groups of pastors, and uh, we'll take them over for two weeks, 10 days, and we'll go 10 hours a day, go uh, in and eat a supper, and then uh, I'll spend another uh, three or four hours with them afterwards and pour into them everything I know about the sites we're going to, how they relate. Because you see, I learned years ago, uh, not only academically, 
but also practically that every Bible writer from Moses to John assumed that the people to whom they were writing understood the language, the history, the geography, and the cultural context of the day. Well, the Bible's a Jewish book, so we, most people that we deal with are not Jewish uh, here in America. So the assumptions have to be taught because we don't know it. So there's no better place to teach the historical assumptions of the Bible than where the Bible was written. And it's not just going to Israel, it's who you go with and what you see and what you do. Because if you don't connect the dots, then people have just seen a lot of sites and gotten a little bit more knowledge, but they don't understand the great story of God any better. And my goal is when you go that you understand that the Bible is confluent from Genesis to Revelation, that God has a story and he's writing us this day into that story. Uh, as you know, I'm coming on as the visiting professor of um, Israel studies. That's right. And my goal in the long run, and I've talked with Dr. Eccles about this for years, is that nobody eventually will go to Bruton Parker that on their senior year, they do not go to Israel and study. And uh, we make that a part of the curriculum. We uh, build that into the cost. We get donors to help us. And there's people out there, listen, God's got the cattle on a thousand hills and the hills that they walk on, he owns. God will put it on people's hearts to help us, families to help us, corporations to help us. But if, if I can get students to Israel for 10 to 12 days, and teach them, God will change their life because the Bible will jump off the page and into their heart. Do you have to go to Israel to walk with God? No. Do you have to go to Israel to fully understand the Bible? No. But I can tell you, it's the difference between watching a black and white and a high-def 4K TV. It adds the color, the nuances, the shades, the meanings that you'll never get unless you walk in those places yourself and see the sights, smell the smells, and hear the sound. That's exceptional. Before we sign off, let's just kind of free will here for a moment. Are there other things that you'd like for us to maybe digest and discuss or anything else that you'd want to bring to the table? Well, uh, I would just want to go back and revisit something that we talked about earlier. Uh, Mark, in the seminary, uh, one of the reasons why I'm giving, investing in the seminary, not just uh, money and raising money for the seminary, but also giving of my time. I'm doing what I do as a gift to the seminary and to the college. Uh, the reason is because of the emphasis that we talked about earlier. We're going to have to, in our seminaries, get away from trying to make everybody happy and make God happy and teach the Word of God and uh, teach men of God to thunder in their preaching. And the men of God that God sends to us, uh, we need to develop ministries that will get them under mentorship of godly men who are seasoned. This is the way that the Bible is passed on. It is, it is through one man training another one, teaching another one. And we can do only so much in the classroom. People say, well, where'd you go to school? You know this, you know that. I said, no, 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 no. The school didn't teach me all these things. They taught me how to study. They taught me how to seek after God. They taught me how to walk with God. I say to you, I've shared this definition everywhere. I came across it in my own mind through the school of, of experience. Christian education at its heart is nothing more than intentional, intensive, structured discipleship. If it's anything more, anything less, 
then it is not Christian education, godly education. Because if we do not teach people anything other than just a bunch of knowledge, we're going to have peacocks that are going to be prancing around everywhere about the knowledge they have. We need to teach people to walk with God, to walk with God ourselves, and then pass that on to others. That's the clinical aspect of Christian education. So what is Bruton Parker about? Well, it's about intentionally, intensely structuring discipleship so that people, when they get a two-year or four-year degree or they go through the seminary, they're going to come out and say, not only do I know more about God, but I know God better. And my heart is hot to share the wonderful message of forgiveness with the people God sends me to every day. Wow. (laughs) That is incredibly well said. I love that. Uh, Intensive, intentional, discipleship yeah structure because otherwise if you don't structure it listen if you don't have a skeleton you'll never have any meat it'll just be flopping around everywhere and that's where we are in theological education we've got to be intentional and it is intense teach the people to walk with god in an intentional way and that's intense i'll tell you god makes me uncomfortable amen and i'll you and i will never walk with god unless we are intentional about our walk with you don't yeah. drift in and slide into a walk with God. That is so true. It requires a determined effort and a movement in the same direction. Eugene Peterson used to talk about that, a long obedience in the same direction. That's exactly right. That's it, brother. Amen. And so, you know, we're, 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 not in, we're not in a sprint. We're in a marathon. Yes. Thank you for your time and let me share with you. I'm so excited about what God's doing. And, and, and it's just beginning at Bruton Parker. This is Bruton Parker's day. Come join us. Be a part of this. It's exciting to me to see what God is doing through Dr. Steve Eccles and the team that he's gathered together. Mark's got a heart for God, and he'll help you to develop that heart yourself. It's not just about learning to write papers and do the research. We do all of that, not as an end in itself, but a means to an end. And that's to walk with God because one day we're going to stand before him and we all want to hear him say, well done. Tony, I want to thank you so much for your time with us today. It's been encouraging to me. I love the passion that I hear from you. I also appreciate so much your intensity in personal discipleship, as well as discipling others at many different levels. Thank you for sharing those things with us today. God bless you, brother. Temple Baptist Theological Seminary is a division of Bruton Parker College, which is an institution of the Georgia Baptist Mission Board. Temple Baptist Theological Seminary affirms the inerrancy of Scripture and teaches within the framework of the Baptist Faith and Message 2000. For more information concerning Temple Baptist Theological Seminary and Bruton Parker College, go to www.bpc.edu.